What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. In a world where Carolina Panthers fans have an insatiable thirst for Panthers news and opinions. Only one podcast roars ferociously. It's the C3 Panthers podcast. What's the deal, Panther fans? It's your boy, the professor, a.k.a. Tony Dunn. It's Tuesday night, 9 p.m., the C3 Panthers podcast, bringing you the latest Panthers news and opinions from the fan perspective. I do it each and every week with my homeboys. This week, Cody Lashley in the house. How you doing, my friend? Tony Dunn, what's up, brother? Again, it's another Tuesday night, and we're trying to find something Panther-related that isn't our former favorite Panther cam newton but we're gonna make it work like we always do brother and as always we have the most lit panther fans in all of youtube underground west joey the blind panther esquivel my cousin chef jeff home mycology what's up man chase ebert tony dunn ain't nothing to it but to do it brother let's roll ck's in the house how you doing my friend you know just having a good time man just uh living life and uh just trying to just survive throughout this process of uh, trying to get back to a state of normalcy. So just seems, right now, just hanging out, man. It, at one point, it seemed so close, but now it seems so far away, right? I know. Um, good it, Lord. it is tough. And you know what's tough is that we don't even know what's going to happen with football. And it, it is there's real uncertainty. I know everybody's plowing forward like there's not, but... It's a strange world we're living in when it comes to the sports world. And like Cody said, we're trying to find something to talk about that doesn't involve our former quarterback. But I say impossible. Impossibly. Uh, we are about to change this. It's always been about Cam Newton on this podcast. And sadly, we can't turn the page. And it got harder to turn the page this week as Cam Newton, Odell Beckham Jr., Todd Gurley, and Victor Cruz put out a video and what continues to see, now we're starting to see more and more players following the image of Cam, developing that YouTube channel, making their own essential TV program. Um, and you saw a ran, uh, an hour-long roundtable 
where they went from talking COVID and Black Lives Matters to specifics about each and every one's outlook um, going into this season, questions surrounding it. So tonight, that will be the focus of the show. Cam Newton reveals the the tonight's show, uh, show title. Nothing clever. Cam Newton reveals details about release and his motivation to dominate. Right, you saw uh, um, Odell Beckham Jr. and Cam Newton uh, were are ready to reassert themselves into dominant spaces in the NFL. So we'll talk about that. We've got some audio from that, and um, we'll have your calls. The cat calls line is two five two 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 eight fifty ninety eight, and that's about it. Subscribe, whatever, and. Uh, you know, there was something else I didn't even remember to mention this is the Ringer just put out a six series a six episode podcast on Cam Newton. So it is yeah, Cam Newton week. Really, really good too. Everyone that I've heard that's listened to it says that it's awesome and really well done and has a lot of detail. I started listening to the first episode yesterday morning and um, you got to hear about Cam as a child and how hard this guy, this dad, has making been making him into a pro football player since he was itty bitty, and there was zero resistance from Cam. That was the thing. Is Cam was like, you, he was like, you want to go field throw? Yep. The dude would they would drop him off a half mile um, before they got home, and he would race the car. I, I I haven't seen or um, or heard the the whole thing yet. I've seen clippets and snippets of it online, and uh, the the part where they made Cam Newton dress up in fancy formal clothes every Friday, and at the time they thought that they would get him to stop acting like a clown in school, but in in fact he turned out to love it, and he loved to put on the nice Friday clothes and. Stunt on these hoes, even at a young age, man. So, <laughs> hey, man, that that sounds like vintage Cam Newton right there. That's where I got that that flash, that drip, that flare. And listen, man, I know we've probably said this a million times on the podcast, but you know, at a moment in time where the world has kind of been recaptivated by Cam Newton, and there's been so much more positive Cam Newton uh, talk out in the news, it makes it even weirder that we're not talking about cam newton the carolina panther like it's like we don't even get to enjoy popular cam no no (laughs) i mean everyone was shitting on him oh yeah then it was with the sorry ass panthers but now that everyone's loving him and anointing him for the comeback now now it's like we don't even get to we don't even get to feel that man it fucking sucks dude it sucks ck do you plan on listening to the ringer podcast on cam newton Dude, I'm. I don't know, man. Like at this point in time, as much as I love Cam, I just I'm almost of the mind. I'm just ready to move on. It's been so exhausting just sitting here, just going through my emotions and and just that. you know. I'm like I don't know how many people have ever had to deal with anxiety and depression, but like one of the things that's so tough is like if you constantly think about the same thing, it, it'll exhaust you for a long time, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, you mean there's like gotta COVID? be a moment. Like yeah, Cam like even Newton. COVID, like like any of that. And so like the more you can release and move on from, like that's why you always 
when you move away from like when you have a, a separation from an ex ex you know girlfriend or you know whatever it may be you don't want to sit there and linger on it forever because you're never going to move past it and right now i think i'm at that point where i'm ready just to kind of say hey listen i hope he does well but i'm i i don't think i want to put more effort into learning more about cam newt because this is going to piss me <laughs> off i i, I, hear I mean it, i kind of get that is uh like at what point do we you know just split up no matter how yeah. much we loved our lost love how do well, you, how do you split up and we're almost maybe it's not us breaking up we're like the poor kids stuck in the we're the step kids yeah it's just like we're we the, we got to deal with the parents fighting yeah trying yeah. to pick sides now we got to go now go live with the other parents no, no, it's not parents. Here's what it is. It's we had crappy parents. Like our, our mom had always like my, our dad was garbage. Like so what we knew before Cam Newton was bad. Okay. And then Cam Newton came. He was a stepdad that showed us the way. He showed us how to fish. He showed us how to hunt. Oh. He went and took us out and played basketball and sports and all that. And we fell in love. And guess what? We started to call him dad. Well, guess what? Mom, mom got tired of that. And. You know, she she felt like she should be our, the center of our attention rather than him, and so she quit. I mean, she, so she, now she Teddy him. Bridgewater is the new stepdad. Yeah, new stepdad. We have to that no matter how nice he is, we have to resist for a little while. Yeah, until <laughs> until we have Teddy that magic moment where like we're a dick to him in the car. And he does yeah. something cool, and you start to forge a new path together. Well, Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> this is awesome. What a storyline we just came Teddy up with. Bridgewater is already on Twitter talking about letting his nuts hang. And hey, man, dude, you're still new to this household right now, bro. Like, and and, and you're letting your balls flap out. Like, man, you're a little bit too familiar. Yeah, right now, yeah. Bro. Like, uh, we walked out of the bedroom, and we know. I didn't you, know mom rolled like this. We know mom. Oh, yeah, mom. We knew mom and him were were together, but seeing him in his underwear on the couch, drinking out of the it, milk jug or the orange juice robe, carton, in yeah. his robe, wearing a wife beer, yeah, in a towel sitting next to him, and he just <laughs> asked us to get a beer. He just asked us to get a beer for him. At what point does Teddy Bridgewater offer us the underage stepchild or child in the middle a beer? Come on, Teddy, reach, give the olive olive branch out. I mean, he's been working out. Uh, I've seen pictures of it, dude. How about David Newton? Did you all see David Newton? So Teddy Bridgewater put out some pictures of him throwing the football <laughs> out in California. And there's this real skinny, tall dude in the back. And David Newton goes, is that Brian Burns behind you? Meanwhile, this dude is built like a toothpick. There's no <laughs> way that it's Brian Burns. And the, all the dudes in the comment were like, not all black people look alike, David. Uh... <laughs> dude, David Newton's such an idiot, bro. Oh, I can't stand him. Who is he? Who is uh, now? Who is Teddy working with? These gloves, man. Oh my gosh, the gloves. Yeah, and I, I've never been a fan of the gloves, especially being a. Who is he working with in this? It says putting in work. Teddy Bridgewater's throwing with this dude. 
I want to know who Not that is. Jay. Chat room. Who? Yeah, see, that's the other thing. Or why isn't he... Have you noticed that I've seen pictures of Cam throwing with uh, Nikhil... What's his name? Nikhil Harry? Yeah. Um, we saw him with Mohamed Sanu. Why aren't we seeing Teddy yeah. with any of our guys? Yeah, I don't know. Especially uh, uh, knowing that you have to learn a bunch of new stuff. Like, you, it, it seems to me you'd want to be uh, in a rhythm with your receivers, you know. And you know, and I'm not saying that's all on Bridgewater. I mean, I don't know what Samuel and DJ Moore are up to. I saw on Instagram DJ Moore got tatted up. Uh, on the shin and his leg, uh, on the shin and his arm. So, no, I don't know, man, but it doesn't seem like uh, uh, a lot of teams are very cooperative right now. They're supposed to report soon, though, right? Like uh, around the end of July, coming up here soon, they're supposed to have some level of reporting like to the training facility. So they talked a little bit about this in the video that we're going to get to. Still, we're going to be you know featuring some parts of Cam Newton and Odell Beckham Jr. Todd Gurley, but one of the things says he's been throwing with Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson down in Miami, right? Okay, well that's good. I guess they are their boys. That don't all right. Who is this? Okay, so. Um, the guys were kind of concerned. You saw some hesit- reservations from Cam Newton, Ty Gurley, Odell Beckham Jr. about the plan going forward for the NFL. What is the plan for the NFL amidst the COVID pandemic? Well, one of the things that I've heard, um, which I'm, I'm, I think this is a good idea, not just for football, but at large, is that if fans want to attend the game, then you essentially have to sign off and saying that the NFL has no responsibility if you were to contract COVID at uh, at a football game. Um, so as far as attendance, that's kind of what I hear is going to happen. Um, I, I've seen that right now the NFLPA wants no preseason at all. No preseason football, which I understand. Preseason football fucking sucks. And why put your body on the line for it? You know, but also, you know, you have a new coach and staff. You're trying to find out about your rookie players. Um, but uh, I, I was under the assumption that at the end of this month, sometime, that's when teams are supposed to report to training camp. So, as far as I know, that's still going to happen. But I think uh, there's still a dispute between the NFLPA and the NFL right now. I don't know. So one of the things that they were kind of praising is that basketball had a plan. I don't know how you how you can do it in football. Like, I mean, I know, like, what are they going to do? Like, there's like 80 people on the team. There's all this support staff. Do you know how many people touch the helmets and this and that? I feel like they're just going to have to kind of risk it. And it's just going to be like, we're going to play football no matter what. Uh, have you seen the face shields that they're proposing? No. Do they prefer, dude? They're, they're proposing like a plastic mouth part that goes over your mouth as well. Oh, dude, we're living in the dumbest fucking timeline of events that there could possibly be, man. 
I'm trying to find this picture. I did want to talk about something other than Cam Newton. Did you see um, Christian McCaffrey's girls on the swimsuit issue and he oh my God. in the Vogue stuff? Yeah. All right, now I want to hear this, Tony. What's your opinion on McCaffrey's girl? His 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 lady. Like what she looks like? Yeah, you think she's bad? Yeah. You think she's hot? Duh. Oh, you do? Duh. Because I because like all right, then why were you coming down on me for saying that Caroline Can was hot? Like, because this girl's she, in a different damn. This she is don't a have different like a stratosphere. Of... Her body is not like she has a model body. She's Sarah, not. Sarah, just hang in there. We'll get the stuff you want to talk about. Yeah, yeah, right. No. No, I'm just trying I'm to tell you that putting Caroline, this and Caroline can in the same discussion is like, sorry, it ain't happening. All right, bro. I don't think <laughs> this, this is like a different, different, you know what I mean? That's like kind of comparing the WNBA to the NBA. Like, yeah, <laughs> bro. It's what? like them no. girls can shoot and all. Bro. Like they could school me, but they ain't slam dunking on them. Bro, McCaffrey's girlfriend, she ain't really built like that, bro. That's the, that's what that's what I'm trying to say, man. Neither was Caroline Can. I know that's what I'm saying, man. They're like they're comparable, in my opinion, at least. They're like same same type. That is what? wild. All right, here. Let me let me <laughs> grace right. the let me grace the chat. All the people listening on the internet. Or watching on YouTube. Hold on, I just got the picture. Uh, C Max Sizzle is the name of this file. Sarah Taylor <laughs> said you can talk about CMC's girl. I've got my own opinion on his fine self. Hey, there we go, dude. He has a body like a Greek god, man. Yeah, oh, I mean, yeah, he's a good looking. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I feel like Cam Newton's probably closer to the Greek god status. Yeah, I agree. Fine, maybe a Roman god. <laughs> here we go Dude. it's up on the screen right now and this is something that now some of the Carolina Panthers fans the girls thought that this was a creepy post by the Panthers the shooter the shot but I do believe that like not only is she going to be on swimsuit in the swimsuit edition or on the cover but as well like there's these photos he t- took are going to be in Vogue or something like this. Uh, Vogue. Oh, yeah. I didn't. I what the the photos that Christian took? Yeah, I heard someone say that. Where I saw, I read someone say that in the chat. Now here, a question to the chat room: <laughs> Is Caroline Can and this girl? I don't even know this girl's name. Bro, she's kind of basic, bro. Basic. <laughs> Bro, she, Sophia. Bro, she ain't even all that, man. She's What's her name? Sophia. Of, what? Sophia. Sophia, something. She has a last name. I mean, listen. Shout out Sophia my man Christian. McCaffrey. I'm not saying I could. I'm not saying I could pull no better, bro. I'm just saying, like, if we're comparing, like, yeah, she's a, 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 a cute chick, but like, bro, she ain't all that, man. She alright, man, but she ain't, she ain't nothing special. That's what I'm trying to say, yeah, man. She's like, like the next. She looks like she could be. Um, 
Bro, I said a million that. different versions of that bitch, bro. <laughs> I'm just trying to tell you, bro. Asthma. Bro, and not, bro, and not, <laughs> Jeff Jeff bro. said Caroline Kane is JV. Sophia is Varsity. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Olivia, oh, Olivia, that's right. her name. Yeah, it's Olivia. Her sister is Sophia. Demetrius says. Okay. <laughs> she reminds me of who was that girl that was in assassins or desperado she was a hispanic actress that was super popular in the 90s or early 2000s no no anyway penelope cruz oh yeah that's who i'm thinking of penelope cruz Mm. there's something exotic about the his like the latino flavor spicy yeah. All right. All right. Sort of what do you think line, Caroline Can was like though. German? You know, you know who mine mine like if I'm gonna go back, the one that's always gonna stick out to me is Jessica Alba. Oh yeah. Yeah, and Jessica Alba has out. a little bit of flavor too. <laughs> she sticks. Selma Hayek. That's exactly who I was thinking of. Yeah. But there you go. I mean, when I look at her, I don't. You know. Yeah, I, I see some hints of Hispanic, but I mean, she could pass for a white girl. IMO. I yeah, know. the man that was here. Cody ain't no simp. And yeah, bro, like, we all love these hoes, bro. They're, bro, whatever, man. She's another. Women. She's a dime a dozen, bro. I've seen a, <laughs> I've seen a million of her, bro. Oh, my goodness. I, I, I'm sorry, bro. Everyone's fawning over her. And hey, I'm not saying I can do no better. That's a promise. But I'm just saying, if we're comparing her to others, come on, bro. I've seen some. Some bad. Ones, Who did bro. she used to date? She used uh, to date somebody. Wasn't it Julian? Yeah, Edelman? yeah, I think so. <laughs> Olivia uh, Copa is her name. Copa's got yep. some Spanish in it. That sounds Italian. Oh yeah, maybe she is. I don't know. I don't know who she Tony, is. You're Italian, man. You don't know that. Man, that I'm name. from Winterville, North Carolina, dude. <laughs> you know, respect. Well, I mean, respect. Uh, <laughs> um, all right, let's go. The number is 252-228-5098. Let's go ahead and jump into a cat call, see what they got to say before we hit these cam comments up. Oh, Amendola. Demetrius uh, Miller said yeah. it's Damien. Damien. Very uncomfortable. So, how do you think catcalling makes the person feel? It feels good. Like, who's that cat sitting in the back corner with his face buried in his toe? Who's that kid that can use one? Hey guys, Maurice again, Andrew, North Carolina. Listen, my uh, reference. What's up, Maurice? Uh, as far as Cam being the new Black Mamba compared to Kobe Bryant and slash the uh, Los Angeles Lakers, that pertains to them both being handed over by Charlotte. Carolina Panthers are located in Charlotte. We gave Kobe Bryant to the Lakers. Oh, I never thought about that, That was our pick. And we just gave Cam Newton to the Patriots. And uh, the last thing I have to say is, fuck Big Cat. I'm going to buy uh, a Cam Newton jersey, and I'm going to wear it at the Panther Stadium. Oh, I feel that. Later. 
Nate and Marie. I love that. He's going to buy a, a, a new uh, New England Patriots Panthers or yeah, Cam Newton buy, jersey. Yeah, yeah, he's buying a, a Patriots uh, Cam Newton jersey. And he's going to rock that shit at the stadium. Oh hey, my man, God. I'm, I'm into it, man. Dude, I'm I'm about that energy, man. And, and that is a good – dude, the Hornets had Kobe Bryant, and they sent that man away for a player that you've never fucking heard of in your life, bro. And I didn't even think about that when we initially made that comparison, man. Mm. Damn, dude, this shit pisses me off, man. Right. Especially after you hear what we're going to play. What Cam Newton said about how the Panthers uh, basically treated him on the way out, man. Dude. Kobe asked and demanded to be traded, though. So, tell him no. He pulled, uh, like, a Phillip Rivers. Or not a Phillip Rivers, an Eli Manning. Um, All right, next call. Podcast, Carolina Podcast. How y'all doing? It's G Cavassier. I know I ain't talked to y'all in a minute. Hopefully you guys, all you gentlemen, and all your family members are being safe in this horrible-ass time we got going on with this COVID-19. So for all y'all, before I go on my little rant, please be careful and keep your family safe. Now, I know y'all seen this shit with Cam Newton on social media talking about, you know, how the Panthers did him wrong. And he has every right to say that. You know, I mean, I'm saying I am a Cam Newton fan, but let this be known. I'm a Carolina Panther fan before I was a Cam Newton fan. Let's make sure we all agree with that. Hopefully the same thing to you gentlemen. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and my thing is this. Yes, we lost a superstar. We lost a big superstar. But let's go back in time real quick, gentlemen. Let's really go back in time. Y'all remember when Steve Smith left? That shit hurt me hard as hell. It hurt me hard as hell. It also hurt me hard as hell when we lost D'Angelo Williams. That really hurt me. You know what I'm saying? But we lost Steve Smith. We lost D'Angelo Williams. And what happened within the next year or the next two years? Oh, that's right. We went to the damn Super Bowl. So I'm saying this. I'm not saying it's going to be this year or next year. But within the next, mm, give it four years, we'll be in the damn Super Bowl, man. I just have that damn feeling. I just really do. I'm sold on that rule. And Teddy Bridgewater is our damn quarterback. People like it or not, Teddy Bridgewater is our quarterback. And I'm a ride and die with damn Teddy, man. So give me your thoughts on that. And always remember, y'all, keep pounding. All right. Well, let's kind of blend the two comments together. Is that uh, what is there a problem with uh, buying a New England Patriots Cam Newton jersey? And how do you feel about you know, what G. Cavassier is saying is it's time, like C.K. was saying earlier, turn the page, get ready for a new dawn in Carolina. Uh, C.K., you want to yeah, go I'll take first, it. man? I feel like I I'm... mean, yeah, I mean, I, I, the only part about all of this is I just, I, I, you know, I, I guess it's just a matter of wash and repeat. I mean, just continue to you know, hammer down the same stuff. I do think that at this point in time, we we knew when details came out about this that we weren't going to be happy with the way things hand, were handled, right? Um, and, you know, but I think at the same time, I think continuing to dwell on those things and, and I am, like I said, I am wishing Cam Newton all the best. But I was a Cam Newton, I was a Panthers fan before I was a Cam Newton fan. Cam Newton just got me way more excited about the Panthers than any other player had ever done. You know, 
Um, and so I'm going to continue to remain loyal to the fan. I mean, to the team that is, you know, who I grew up loving and watching and going to the games and enjoying, you know, um, I can still wish him success similar to how the Colts were hoping that, you know, Peyton Manning would have success when he left. It wasn't a matter of, you know, we want you to fail, but I don't think I'm at the point where it makes sense for me to buy a Jersey um, for him. You know, I think that to each his own, but I do believe it's time to move on. It's time to, if anything, the part that I will say is if we do suck this year, at least I'll have a team to be able to root for, you know, somebody to be able to root like for to the do something secret about. team that you're, you yeah. know, watching on the, you have an interest, you know, it's kind of like what fantasy yeah. football did does for you when your team stinks. See, that's the best thing about fantasy football is that, you know, every team has a chance for the first three weeks. And then after that, you know, if you start to see your team slip and fall, it's, you know, you need some storylines to hold your interest so Cam Newton could do this. You know, I'm concerned. The thing that I'm concerned about this, that this call, G's call brings to light is, I'm not sure if I want to love again. And, you yeah. know, when I hear you guys say, you know, I was a Panthers fan before I was a Cam fan, is, yeah, I, we, you know, a lot of us are, were, most of us were, but it's almost that Cam and my Carolina fandom became genetically merged. I agree. In, in the last decade. And now I don't know if I want to love another player so much because you know that more times than not, it's not going to work out. I mean, I think about the two players that I've loved that deeply, Julius Peppers, Cam Newton. These are guys that, you know, I – all in. Give me the jersey on day one. You can't tell me. I'm going to sharpen my Twitter sword and fight for these guys because I think, you know, they're just my favorites. So I don't know if I want to have another favorite like that or... But that... Ugh, that's, the exact, that's the exact same thing like that I was talking about. It's an ex... It's a, it's a relationship where you've split up. You're a Panthers fan. He was the Panthers quarterback and you loved him so much and now that he's gone it's so hard because... Like right now, think about this, Tony. If something crazy happened and you got a divorce, think about dating again. How exhausting does that sound? Oh my goodness! Right? You know, dating uh, every single exhausting. guy wants to be married, and every married guy wants to be single. And then you're like, man, I don't want to go. I don't think even know. I would be Have like, I your... think that internet dating is the is like fuck is ridiculous. So I Have just you ever would had probably be. Can I kind of put my my spin on this, man? Right. And yeah. I can even tie it into the relationship thing, too. It's like, and I'll be honest, man. I've said that on this podcast numerous times. And I don't care if people want to call my fucking fandom into question. Cam Newton brought me to the Carolina Panthers. I don't go back with this team way, 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 way back. So my love for the Panthers and football is quite literally because of Cam Newton. Now, that doesn't mean I'm about to switch up and go be a fan of another team. I'm a Panthers fan from now until the day I die, and that's never going to change. But it's like if we're going with the relationship thing here, I've been in a relationship for almost 10 years now. Guess what? I'm not ready to make a commitment to the first girl or quarterback mm -hmm, I jump into yeah. bed with, man. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, for, forgive me for not doing backflips about Teddy Bridgewater 
and and thinking, oh, Teddy Bridgewater is going to be the answer. He's fine. We have to give him a chance. Well, no, I don't know that Teddy Bridgewater is going to be fine. And I know that there's a hot blonde coming down the road that that might be interested. Yeah, might have a, and she uh, does might, look like a she. On the mark. She does look like a she. Oh, uh, shot, yeah. he, and he plays like an alpha male motherfucker. Okay, uh, and you would love him if he's a panther. Do you think that's a problem? Is if when you find yourself cheering for Cam Newton this year a little bit, is that kind of like after you you know you've been divorced for a year or so, things are starting to settle down, and y'all rendezvous by accident, maybe some beers or exchange or some drinks, and then you have one last hurrah. Hurrah! <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, is that what that is? Um, I don't know. Is yeah, yeah. I'm I'm, I'm just kind of interested. I'm just wonder how long it's going to take for me to find my next, you know, the player, kind of like a Luke Keekley type player, you know. And what, I think I, I think right now there's a vacuum, right? Uh, Christian McCaffrey yeah. can fill it up a little bit, but there's a vacuum, and you know what that means? You're going to find someone to fill that hole pretty quickly, mm-hmm. you know. And it may not That's be somebody immediately. Yeah, exactly. But that's like exactly if Robbie Anderson takes one to the house, there. like on the first game, we're gonna be like, yeah. Robbie Anderson's you're gonna be searching for that person the moment. Like, and I'm not saying it's gonna happen with Teddy Bridgewater, but there are a lot of people, and I'll put it into perspective. And you know, my my wife's grandmother passed away last year. She was diagnosed with uh, leukemia in April, and she passed away, um, you know, about six months later. Well, it took all of about three weeks. Uh, for her grandfather to start dating somebody else, right? Jeez. Um, but here's the thing: is once you've been with somebody that long, it's hard to be. Alone. You are ready to try to do something else. Like you're not just ready. I mean, like, all right, well, listen, we're moving on from Cam. Let's see what else is out there. Now, nine times yeah. out of ten, it is not the answer. Nine times right. out of ten, you're going to be running through the answers. You're going to be running through the next one to the next one to the next one until you find that answer. But eventually, you find that girl you want to put the ring on again. You know, and I think inevitably, you know, especially early on, we're going to be comparing whoever the quarterback is to Cam Newton because he set the bar so high. That's always going to be the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Until you're ready to set that until you're ready to throw that bar away, you're never going to be satisfied. The good news is the void. The void is half as big for Cody because he's got Christian's uh, Curtis Samuel to fill it. I I do love me some Curtis Samuel. (laughs) I mean, I mean, think about that, dude. We lost Cam Newton, Greg Olson, and Luke Kickley in the same offseason. Thomas Davis dude, just a couple offseasons ago. Yeah, dude, that is Ryan fucking nuts, man. That's nuts. And listen, the, I mean, the, the only thing I want to say is, man, if you're a, one of these fans that's like, we have to pull for the Panthers no matter what. And yeah, It's like, yeah, I understand that. We're all Panthers fans. But don't come down on us so hard for not being the most enthusiastic about this current situation and the current squad that that we have, especially since Bridgewater doesn't have a lot of snaps under his belt, doesn't have a lot of starts. You're kind of projecting. Yeah, we're not even being be. pessimistic. It's like people are upset we're not more excited. Yeah, like be realistic, man. Like what do you want? From us, like I'm I mean, going on the date. On I'm going on the date that mom set me up with. I'm gonna go on yeah, it. I'm gonna yeah. put on my best face. I'm gonna open the door. 
I can't just say that I believe that I'm just going to be blown away. But Yeah, and just pretend that I'm Teddy Bridgewater's number one fan just because he's a Panther. Like, in truth, he, hasn't, he hasn't earned that yet. To just double down on this metaphor, and once you are blown away, Oh. Um, you're gonna you're 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 gonna change your tune, man. Yeah, you know, and and if Teddy Bridgewater comes out and uh, just destroys things, and he so shows that he's not just a, a stopgap, you know, then that's gonna be great. I'm not again. I am hopeful. I am optimistic, but I'm not expecting fireworks. Right? Yeah. I don't believe it's gonna be we something are, that we see. Yeah, we're get, we're in a good spot. Is that this is the Panthers very likely could be very good now. Greg might win the bet for this reason, is that we always suck when we think we're gonna be good, and we're always good when we think we're gonna suck. Always what I've said. And I mean I look at our schedule and the problem is is I think we could win half of our games because they're at home. Right, and they're the easier ones. The ones that are away are the ones that are tough. Every single away game is ridiculous. If the 2020 Panthers go eight and eight, or nine and seven, or six and ten, I will want to die, bro. I will want to die when there are that many quarterbacks, and we just have an average football team, dude. That is, that is uh, the the worst possible outcome i agree where we play ourselves out of a quarterback and then we have to run it back with the samuel squad or hope that there's a free agent out there that we're in love with or whatever it's just like man dude i i I don't know man i want us to either light the world on fire and be a legitimate super bowl contender or i want to be the very bottom of the barrel all right. The very bottom of the We've had that conversation <clears throat> a lot of times as well. Uh, we'll have it a lot right. more, too. <laughs> um, but let's now, let me just get your camera a little more in focus. And uh, let's go now and let's start uh, breaking down what we heard in this uh, video. Cody, we got a, there's some long passages, too. So strap on your seatbelts, folks. This is probably going to take about four minutes. The feelings and your thoughts. A, when you got the call, and then B, as you started the process. Yeah, slow sip. As you start the process of thinking, wow, I'm about to be a patriot. We're being honest. First of, of all, I'm going to say they don't believe in you, Ken. We talked about it. They well, don't believe in you. Uh, that's real talk. But 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 this is this is, this is is me. But I'm going to just keep it 100 with you. It was it, my, my dog, Future. Shout out to Future. He dropped a mixtape called 56 Nights. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite mixtapes. And I was like, bro, like they playing with me. And I had to count the days how long I was unemployed. It was 86 nights. 86 nights. Like, it's just like, that, that's two to that's three months. Yes. Almost 90 days. You see what I'm saying? And I'm going through it and I'm like, okay, early on, like, people going to get signed that I'm looking at. And I'm like, you can't say I'm old because people older than me. Getting signed. Especially at your position. Hello. You know. <laughs> then I'm like, you can't say it's about injury because people who are injured, more injured than me are getting signed. So I'm like, okay, cool. Like, whoa, whoa, like, whoa where are we at? Then you can't say the talent. So I'm like, hold on. Okay, now I'll be the first person to tell you, these last two years, I haven't been putting the best film on tape. That's, real, That's just honest. 
But at the same time, I'm like, okay, there's other people that's been putting shitty film out there that's getting picked up. And I'm like, whoa. Okay. Not even picked up. They got the starting job. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm I'm feeling disrespected. Like, I'm feeling like, bro, because every team at one point had to say, okay, fellas, Cam Newton, what do we think? Uh, Pass. You feel me? And that's the disrespect that I feel. So it's not like I'm, 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 I feel vindicated to some degree, but I'm searching for, I'm like, I'm aiming at, I'm going at next all year because it's like at, at one point I did feel and I still do feel like a part of me is left because I gave an organization everything. What I gave, I don't think other people were willing to give. And it was times where I, sh- I knew I wasn't supposed to be playing. But off of the mere fact of Luke Keekley, Thomas Davis, yes. you know what I'm saying? Like uh, DJ Moore, uh, uh, Christian McCaffrey, D'Angelo Williams, Jonathan Stewart, you know, Steve Smith. I'm like, bro, I can't give up on them. Like, you know what I'm saying? We play uh, the ultimate team sport in offensive football. That's the ultimate team sport. Because if the guard don't do his job, I can't do my job. Who 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 is O? You know what I'm saying? Who is a tie girly if the guard don't do if the center don't snap the ball, if O don't block on the perimeter, how can TG eat? That's the ultimate team. We need a collective group of eleven people doing one thing, not one guy trying to do eleven things. So I said all that to say I'm like, bro, like I I man, I got a call and my agent hit me. I was you know All right. So I think the next that's the next clip, right? that we want to go yeah. through. So we'll stop and, right uh, there. What is uh, what is he... He's talking about, uh, you know, kind of being upset with... Really kind of just a disrespected, in his opinion. He thinks that he should have been signed by, like, 20 teams. Yeah, and I mean, he's right when he says that all these other football teams, they're going down lists of free agent quarterbacks... And they know that Cam Newton's on the market, and they all, uh, you know, uh, they say, "All right, everybody, what'd you think about Cam Newton?" And then there are guys in there that are like, eh, "Like just doubting him." Man. And I, I, I see it amongst Panther fans that are just like, "Cam's done. Cam has been hurt, and a lot of people are putting the injuries on Cam Newton." And, and you know, I understand if you want to say that. Cam Newton knew that he was hurt and you shouldn't have played. But to that, I said, listen to what the man just said. There is no truer team sport than football. And you're accountable to the man next to you and the man that you're playing on the field with. So Cam Newton being the quarterback, yeah, he was hurt. But he was willing to bet on himself to go out there and put his ass on the line for Christian McCaffrey and Luke Kickley and Greg Olson. And it's like that that's a Warriors mindset. That's why I always put the mishandling of of Cam Newton on Ron Rivera. And a lot of people think I'm trying to take blame away from Cam Newton, but Ron Rivera, it's his job as the coach to know my player is a dog. I know he wants to be out there, but if he's hurt, it's my job to step in and tell him to not play. So I'm I'm looking out for my team, the future of my quarterback. I'm looking out for my football team. But instead, they just let Cam go out there, and he did what he should have done, man. If you're hurt, everyone plays hurt. Everyone plays hurt. But when you're the quarterback, 
you're ride or die for your football team. And that's why I never blame Cam Newton for going out there, even when he was feeling all that pain, man. I do think it's a little difficult, though, that Cam's sort of laying it on thick. You know, by, like, every team passed on me, you know, this kind of idea. Um, You know, like... Eight or ten of the, you know, maybe 50% of the league has got their quarterback situation financially in a place they need to be, you know, and or, you know, and they can't just necessarily, it's not a game of pickup football in the backyard. I don't know if, if it's, you know, that realistic. He was talking about other quarterbacks that were old and injured. Right. Mm-hmm. Who do you think? Who comes to mind? The chat room was highlighting Nick Foles. Yeah, for sure, Nick Foles. They uh, traded for him. I was thinking yeah, that's who I was thinking too is Philip Rivers is because the Colts just went out and got him. I wonder if the timing Dwayne, that, Haskins, Dwayne Haskins. I know he wasn't signed necessarily, but I mean, when you've made a decision that he is better, Tennessee. I mean, Mike Glennon is on a team. Bortles is on a team. Uh, a lot of these people. Uh, dude, how about the uh, uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars? I mean, do look. Do you prefer Gardner Minshew over Cam Newton? Like, come on, bro. I like I like Cam's Gardner Minshew. I'm rooting for Gardner Minshew, former ECU Pirate, for a moment. We let him go. Um, but yeah, I mean, I see that. And I told you guys it was going to happen this way. It's like the evil empire is always going to win. And Belichick, he had it done. He got it done. Um, that's why he's the best, man. Let's see what else. Let me, let me see. Do, do I just keep it rolling, Cody? Or do we... I think no cap. Yeah, I man. Like, I, I say, uh, like, hey, man, you know, we just got an interest from a team. Listen I'm like, okay, cool. Who? And it was like New England. Oh, this is a different part. I said, Odell wants to go play in New England. Look at him. I know. Me and Belichick going to mesh. You know what I'm saying? Because that was the first thing I thought. Because it's like perception. But I think his perception of Belichick is not that. Like, for for me, first of all, I went to LSU. You was at Auburn. I watched you. I watched you do what you do, right? And then you get to the league. And I'm thinking I'm the one dancing. I'm having fun. And then I see you out there and what you brought to the game and to the table. So I understand, like, I feel like now that I've gotten to to link with you this offseason, I just have so much more respect, a better understanding, a better appreciation of what you've been through. Because, you know, like like you, you giving everything, shoulder, foot. Everything. I came back three weeks early and broke my shit. Everything. I should not have been playing. So for me, watching you and now to, to feel that vindication and to be going to Belichick, there is no, like, how is it going to work? For me, all he want to do is put you in a place to succeed. Yeah. And I'm happy to see it. But, but it all- I'm a little surprised at this point in the video that Odell is saying that and Cam ain't saying it anymore. That Cam's not saying. Like, you know, that this idea that we're not going to jive is kind of bullcrap. I'm excited to go play with the best coach in football. He does call him the best coach. But, but I think, and I think that's what Odell's trying to say here. The perception is that, like Victor Cruz is like, I want to know how y'all gonna mess. Odell's saying you're gonna mess because Bill Belichick wants to win, and you're Cam Newton. Absolutely, and I, I think it might have been in the same interview where he was pretty much saying that 
you know, the Patriots are so good at utilizing the talent that they have. And it's, I don't even know if you have all the clips. A lot was said in this interview. Oh, but there dude, was a part keep that going, that, man. I got all of them. But the the part, um, I don't know if it was the next one, if it, uh, where he talks about McDaniels, about oh yeah, I mean yeah, also yeah, it's yeah. like yeah. this too. It's like okay, like can we can we not? We have to talk about the elephant in the room, and this it's like it. you know yeah. you who you you coming after, and I'm like yeah, great. Yeah. What he was, what he is, is great. Needs no even talking about it. But one thing about it though, you. <laughs> Coach McDaniels, you able to, to call some stuff that you ain't never been able to call now. Right. <laughs> I told, hey, you getting a dog? You get, I'm, you ain't, you ain't, you getting one of these ticked off dogs too. That's like, bro. And I'm looking at the schedule. I'm like, who we play? That team passed on me. Okay, that team passed on me. They could have game and got me. They hollered at me. I even asked my agents, like, hey, yo, so what's up with? Nah, man, the agent act like he was like, well, we got to wait to it was just all type of, you know, issues. So I'm like, bro, you know what? I'm going I'm going to take this time with the COVID. I said, I'm going to commit to yeah. myself. You but talk about one thing that affected me a lot, especially all obviously right, um, going through the injuries that we've when all. He says that he's looking down the schedule. Who do you think the teams he's talking about? The Raiders, maybe um, the Dolphins, potentially. The Dolphins, the Raiders, the Bills, the Chargers, the uh, Bills, the Chargers, and that's probably about it. Maybe the Jets. Let me see. Yeah, I mean that's all the because t- unless you're saying the Forty ers now imagine putting Cam on the Forty ers right now. Oh, I would be afraid of that team if they did that. Yeah, that's that wouldn't be fair. Did you see that uh, that running back requested a trade? Was it Mostert? Yeah. From uh from the Chiefs or the uh, Niners? Yep. That's uh, probably because they're not giving him money. Yeah, and because he's gonna and he's gonna end up uh, being on a like a rotation, and he and he's ready to be seen <laughs> as a starting running back. Well, he also realizes that this year, if he is on a rotation, his numbers are going to plummet and his value is going to go through the floor. Like, I'm not saying he's not a great running back, but he is not a star running back, in my opinion. <clears throat> he just benefited from a very, very good scheme and offensive line and everything that was working well with that. Yeah, I mean, that's the tricky part. So much of, of a back's success comes dependent upon the system, the coaches, the offensive line. There's so much that goes into it. Um, I mean, it's, it's the same thing with any team, with any position, really. It's you're as good as the people you you're around. But um, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think the Chargers, going back to the teams that passed on them, I, I would say the Chargers, the Dolphins, um, maybe the Bills, but again, they have a franchise quarterback. Maybe the Raiders too. But I also think it's a little bit of showmanship from Cam, just pretty much saying, dude, I'm ready to come back and slaughter fools, man. Like, I'm ready to go on a tear and light the football field on fire, man. And I feel that energy from Cam, man. That's the exact way that he should feel. And I I do think that the the coaches are going to put him 
in a good position to be able to do so, man. That's unique, Belichick. The unique part of that statement to me was is I hadn't even thought about what it's like stepping in a place behind Tom Brady. I, all I've done has been thinking about what it's like losing Cam Newton. You know, you got to wonder what it's like for Cam Newton stepping into a place where the greatest quarterback in NFL history, history arguably, just left. And to be honest, I am really more surprised that New England fans aren't more excited. I, I mean, thought, like, if I was a New England fan and I had the prospects of just being stinky in the abs and just losing the greatest quarterback and tank for Trevor type mentality, and then all of a sudden I get Cam Newton who wants to, on for zero dollars, and now he's talking about you can call whatever you want, McDaniel's. I'm only making a million bucks, but I'm about to get a five year deal here. I mean. It's in my opinion, it's way different from what we're going through. Whereas you've had a legendary quarterback that you've won Super Bowls with, and Tom Brady, you know you're moving on to him. Uh, you know you're going to uh, a former MVP who is physically just capable of doing shit that the Patriots quarterback has not been able to do since Tom has been there. You're going to be able to do some new things. You're going to be able to see how inventive. Uh, Belichick and McDaniels can be with a player like Cam Newton. So, yeah, why not just be excited for that? I mean, I don't know that they're not excited. I don't have my finger on the pulse of the Patriots fan base. I don't really know if they are or or not. It wouldn't surprise me if they're not because I feel like a lot of people have this false narrative about who Cam is as a football player. But I don't know, man. I would be uh, pumped. And then if it doesn't work out, Whatever, you're, it's only for a year. And yeah. then you're moving on, you're doing yeah. something different. No kidding. All right, here's the last clip, uh, I think, what we got here, or that you wanted to talk about. And this is on the release. Right, this is how the Panthers did. It. did but those it. situations, like, if you had to rank them, it would be Philly first, Saints second, my situation third. Can someone explain this to me? That part yeah. of the video, like, what is he? What are they talking about right there? So, re- rewind it. So yeah. he said the. So the, for me, uh, you know, I think about the Saint situation. Teddy, you talking about Teddy, right? I understand? Yeah. Like, I'm still out with y'all. Like, we good. Like, we we won. We won. But they don't understand it. So for me, you know, I think about the Saint situation. Teddy, you talking about Teddy, right? Drew, you. The only situation different was the Eagles, but, I mean, look at the situation if you really look at it. But those situations, like, if you had to rank them, it would be Philly first, Saints second. All right, so pause My it. situation what third. He's, but, what, what he's talking about, you pause it. So what he's talking about is being the starter, and then the starter goes down, and then the backup comes in and, and has success as the starter. So they're talking about number one, Philadelphia, because Nick Foles won the Super Bowl as a backup. Then the Saints and Teddy Bridgewater, Drew Brees goes down, breaks his thumb, and uh, uh, Bridgewater comes in. And then the third was his situation, what happened with him and Kyle Allen and 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 how that went. Those are the three different yeah, but scenarios. Foles that he's was about. so long ago, though. 
Huh? CK, do you understand this reference? Yeah. So what he's, uh, I'm, what I'm guessing is they're basically trying to justify um, the fact when you look at uh, when you look at the situation with Drew Brees, they won with a backup quarterback, but they still went back to who they knew was going to be better. Ah, right. Ah, and right. Okay. Yeah, that's what it was. It wasn't like they got hurt, which the, both of them did, you know, and Wentz yes. has got a history of injury now, even more so in my opinion than Cam Newton ever has. Right. Um, and, and now all of a sudden, but Cam Newton hurts himself, gets hurt. And Kyle Allen comes in and proves very little has God. very little success oh my God. and is still cut with very little success. It's not like we, he, he came in and he was able to show the Panthers organization. Oh man, Cam Newton isn't the only thing that makes this offense run. Nope. What we saw was a very dull and in, in uh, un- lack of explosiveness outside of Christian McCaffrey. And we still moved on from him. Mm-hmm. Whereas these other organizations decided to keep their quarterbacks. All right. That clear and sign them to monster deals. Um, but why were they so easy to commit when the third situation, it shouldn't have been hard, but I, you just getting my intuition and my discernment of the whole situation. I was like, not saying at all is speaking so loud. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, bro, I, 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 I seized the plot. You know what I'm saying? So when it happened, I was like, bro, when they sent, they, it's like, they sent the text, like, yeah. That's the part that's hard though, because now you walking around the building a little different, and you when wait, wait, wait. We they sent a text. It. They sent you a text. Nobody called me. My agent called me, bro, and that's why I was. I was like, bro, it was a text sent, and then I was like, what? And then he called me. Was like, man, yeah, man. I told them don't just do that. Like we gonna have to agree to what team we gonna be traded to. I said, this whole time. The owner couldn't call me. The GM couldn't call me. But, but they called me after the fact. Basically, they called me, you know what I'm saying, with the, with, with, with the, the decision already made. You know, it was in the book. And then it's like, okay, you know, and I'm talking to them. I'm like, bro, like you, you. I'm going to be professional. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to answer the phone call. Yes, sir. No, sir. That's how my mom raised me. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, bro, y'all got some nerve, bro. Like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a warrior, bro. You know what I'm saying? I take everything at heart. I, I'm, I'm the type of dude that get off the bus mad. I, man, shoot, it's raining outside. Oh, y'all tried me. So let alone, I done gave this whole city. I gave this whole franchise. I gave the coaches everything. My mind, my body, my soul, my heart. And this how y'all treat me, bro. And I said it in the interview before, I never once wanted to leave. Y'all pushed me out because y'all didn't believe in me. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, they was like, he's not healthy yet? No, get rid of him. I'm like, okay, cool. So now I'm going to another situation where it's like I get coached by arguably the best coach. Ever. Swell. Arguably. You know what I'm saying? And now it's like if we was playing spades, it was like, bro, you know, we all had this. Bro, you give me your hand and and you get my hand and let's see what you would do with it. That's the thing. Yeah. So um, that was a great conversation. That's pretty much the end of it. Yeah. I I mean, dude, he said a mouthful right there. Cam Newton just said, but we all guess he had to be feeling. 
He put his body, he put his body on the line every single game. This he man, gave, he gave this, everything to this city, is what he said. Everything, to, everything, the everything city, to the city, everything to the city, to this team, to the coaches, to the players, and and that's how they how they decided to do it, man. And and, and again, man, it, I, I find that the continuing narrative is like, when do we move on, right? Cam's not coming back. Got to move on. Teddy Bridgewater's our quarterback. Got to move on. But it's like the more and more information that keeps on trickling out. And then you hear this shit, man. And it makes it even harder to move on. And it kind of reinforces it. It's like, dude, I'm not mad at all if the Panthers are a terrible football team this year. Not only is it a little bit of karma for how they did Cam Newton, but, yeah, it puts us in a better position for next year's draft. And Cam might have an opportunity to go get him a Super Bowl. Uh, I mean, in my mind, that's the best of uh, of both worlds, man. And, I, you know, the fact that the, our man Yotes in the chat room said they did it like a female they don't want to see no more. Dude, they just sent the slide text message. They almost like the ghosted him. And here's the thing that it, it really is probably the most important part about it to me is that Cam is looking at like this is that this has been two years. It's been tough on me. I've gone through these injuries, but I'm not done. You know, I mean, that's the way he's approaching it. The Panthers are approaching it as our time with you is done. And that is where Cam is sitting there going, geez, like, how how do you give up on somebody like that so quickly? And I think that there were some other things, you know, that obviously were bothersome when Kyle they said when he was getting his training and when Kyle Allen was winning and stuff, like Cam had to like wait in line. <laughs> you know, it was like they forgot. Yeah. And there were and this does continue to show you that the things that CK said were these were true observations. You remember how he was saying that they're not talking about him on social media at all. They're not, um, you know, you don't see anything about him. You don't see him in the press box. So obviously the time had come to an end. He did say that he said, and it wasn't like they didn't call him, but they didn't call him to say, these are the things we were think we're thinking about potentially trading you. We think about, it's like, we're trading you. We're cutting you. Yeah. But best of luck uh- to you. Um, the yeah, text so, message, uh, that if, if I'm gathering right, the text message was not saying we're cutting you or we're releasing you or we're – it was basically saying we are going to entertain the idea of trading you. It's basically what I'm guess, guessing. Yeah, they pretty, much, they pretty much said we're going to move on. Uh, so we want – you know, we're going to seek a trade. And then they were like, well, hold on. Don't just do that. Don't just trade him to anyone because we're not just going to go just anywhere. So we, we needed to decide where we're going to go. So now it's at that time that the Panthers put out their own bit of information and said, and they say we have given Cam Newton, uh, granted him the right to seek a trade. And then that's when Cam's like, no, 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 no. This is not me wanting to seek a trade. Y'all said you're moving on and that you're going to see about trading me. So that's when I'm like, okay, now me and my agent are going to see what's out there, where we want to go. And and it's all, it is, listen, man, it is manipulative. 
like and we've been talking about it with Matt Rule and David Tepper. There's a part of saying just enough without saying too much. Yeah. And that's what the Panthers organization has been trying to do. They've been trying to walk on eggshells, but at the same time move forward with the uh with the decision that Cam Newton is not their guy of the future and how to do that without pissing off a bunch of people. Um I think one of the things that and, and maybe we are too quick to take Cam's side on everything. You know, is that people referencing, you know, that Cam wanted an extension. Um I still it still sounds like they could have forced him to play his last year of his contract and he would have done it. That's the yeah. that's what I'm kind of gathering from this. But maybe we're too quick to just like jump on Cam's side that he got done wrong and done dirty the whole time. But I think we also may be too quick to think that Tepper's a nice guy. Right? We've been excited by Tepper since he comes in. He walks around with the fans. He kind of has this jokey mentality and this and that. He doesn't... He's not too stiff. Seems kind of like a working man, dude. But Tepper might be the... He could be cut... I mean, you don't get to the top in that world. Without having... Yeah. You know, well, he already has the balls on his table. So He you has know. the revenge mansion. I mean, he built yeah. a mansion on the ashes of his former boss's house. I mean, yeah. shame on us for thinking that a hedge fund manager isn't fucking cutthroat yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. i mean like this dude like this dude made his money in the in the like in, in a very cutthroat make your decision right now business yeah. and it's not surprising that when you become good at that yeah you become a little cold to the to the decisions that you make yeah that makes no, total agree. sense to me i agree but i also think that as we talked about you know you can almost see the writing on the wall with Ron Rivera firing. Ron Rivera existence in, in Carolina was just basically a, a memorial to, to Jerry Richardson, right? And now Cam Newton also is a part of that era. You know, I think Christian McCaffrey is still young enough to not be considered in that era yet. But, you know, those you, what you're seeing is a lot of those older guys are gone. So, I mean, it makes it that much easier. He has no marriage to that guy. But I do want to play a game at some point, maybe not tonight, but another night where we go through all the teams that uh, we could have traded him to and who he would not have wanted to go to. Because it sounds like there are some people in mind that he would not have wanted to go to. Yeah. Really interested to kind of play that game. It's got to be Jacksonville. By the way, Panthers got FSU 23 in the chat room. man. I keep on hearing this, and none of it's true. It says that they tried him out in the bubble, and he wasn't throwing and looking good. So then they cut him. And then it, can't, it says that Cam wanted an extension. It, like, none of that is true, man. When, when they, they didn't, a lot of these teams couldn't even have Cam Newton in the building to even do a workout because of all this COVID shit. Like it was literally when all of this was popping off. So, no, the Panthers didn't have an opportunity to, to let Cam Newton. Oh, work out and throw in the bubble. Is he like thinking that about last year? Don't you remember they live streamed Cam throwing before the season started? Yeah. Look, look, they were so excited about his new throwing motion. Yeah. 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 But the, the, like, the, there's this notion that the Panthers brought him in 
and he didn't look good. So that's not why they signed him. Dude, that's all nonsense. That's I'm sure even- his agent is always thinking, how can we get the best for my client? I'm not, I'm sure that Cam's crew would have been uh, open to an extension. It didn't sound like that he was going to sit, though. Like, you know, so I don't get that. Uh, he says, it is no. true. I know a lot more than your due. Right. All right. Send me, that, send me, send me any information where that was explicitly reported that the Panthers worked him out and he didn't look good throwing, and that's why they cut him. You won't be able to send me one thing that even resembles that because it's not true. And then he didn't. And yell wait, at my question is this: He was team. trying out for a team he's already on. Like, I think he might be. Yeah. I, I think he might be talking about that. All I want is a little commitment. IG story. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. That, that might, all right. Well, that's like the least problematic. Mm-hmm. You know, Cam didn't seem. Now, maybe he. Now, I tell you this if you listen to that first episode of the Ringer series, his dad's talking about how sensitive he is. Like, as a child, like he's always been sen- dramatically sensitive. Like we saw after the Super Bowl, like we've seen him struggle yeah. in his early years kind of dealing with the media at times and some different things. So, I mean, there could be a possibility that why, you know, Cam's kind of like a whiny guy in the background who needs everybody to always remind him how uh, important he is to them. And he didn't feel mm-hmm. that way by some of the people. So, I mean, I can see some of that. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about was when you guys watched that, I found myself liking Todd Gurley even more. I've always been a Todd Gurley fan. Todd Gurley's cool. Like, I just want to hang with homie. And he seems like very even keel, willing to fill different possibilities of different ideas. You know, he's not, let me tell you how the world is too much, but confident in himself. And to hear that Todd Gurley said he, you know, he said that he's worked out more now than he ever has before. And then he reminded he's only twenty-five. If I was, what do you guys think? Is are you trying to draft all three of these dudes on your fantasy football team? Because I am. Like Odell is going to be a Patriot if the Browns start out zero and three. I don't know, man. Do you feel confident about Todd? Yes. I mean, well, you know, is this, is that like, he didn't act like he's over there. He don't look like a rickety old man to me. He won't act like one. And he's been working out real hard doing all of this. So yeah, I think that people tend to, you know, and he also opened up a little bit about the Ram stuff. And it didn't sound like it was only Ty Gurley's injuries that were the problems in his production last year. No, I he, mean, listen, we're kind of we're kind of learning that sometimes you just run your course at some places, right? It's just like kind of no matter, like the writing is on the wall, and it's just time to time to move on. And I kind of feel, I, I think it's funny because all three of those dudes were superstars. And they're all kind of in the same position. People that question them, injuries, but yeah, yeah. are they ever going to return to normal and be the player that they were, these freaky superstar athletes? And um, 
Yeah, they all kind of share that in common. It sounded like Cam has uh, is is excited about where he's going, but more excited about an opportunity to prove people wrong. Odell looks just downright like he don't want to play with Baker Mayfield. It felt like that. <laughs> Did it? I almost felt like Odell was sitting here going, not only does everybody not believe in me, but now I got to be on this team. Like, I, when he was saying, do you remember when he was like, there are some players that are starting on other teams that are not as good as quarterback as you? Yeah. I kind of felt like he was implying Baker there. <laughs> Maybe. Dude, that 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 would be the funniest. Dude, I've been saying forever, Baker Mayfield actually is who everyone thinks Cam Newton is. The guy that's only involved with himself, that's flashy, that doesn't know when to shut his mouth, that isn't a good teammate. Dude, that's Baker fucking Mayfield, not Cam Newton. Um, You want to know, did you guys have a favorite part? of What did you think about this roundtable? Would you like to see more stuff like this? Yeah, man. Dude, I wish the players, like, okay, look, let's face it. When Cam is trying to be prim and proper and say the right thing, Man, homeboy doesn't know speak his mind very well. But whenever you see Cam Newton around his peers and around guys that he can just shoot the shit with, I feel like you're getting a much more honest, much more authentic uh, version of himself. You know what I mean? So I like this is I think Cam. Um, first, I want to you know, remind people talk so much shit to Cam, about Cam and the icon entertainer comment when he came into the league he's very much continuing to show commitment to that i think that cam newton's youtube channel is one of the most forward sport athlete channels you know like progressive or cutting edge if you would say so and it shouldn't be like it's kind of strange that this took so long for people to start to market this way but what i think is very interesting about what cam newton has done and what Odell is doing with this, what even Todd Gurley, any player that kind of gives you these unfiltered or semi-filtered peaks into their lives is a little bit what I continue to say that Greg Olson and Thomas Davis, how they got that extra couple of million out of the Carolina Panthers. They like went straight to the people, you know, like instead of, letting our agents handle it like they've said it straight to the newspaper reporters talking to the fans saying like you're going to do us like this cam and these guys are starting to drive more the narrative and that's gonna give these football teams some problems particularly some like the new like for instance think of what odell and how gettleman and you know how it's going to be framed is that these guys get to appeal to the fans more directly and garner popular, you know, kind of a popular sovereignty. I think it's interesting. Did you guys have a favorite part of the interview? Or discussion? I mean, my favorite. Go ahead. It's okay. No, no, I, I, I didn't get a chance to watch it all, but I mean, outside of that, I mean, it was, uh, it was long. It, dude. Was, it was a straight hour. Yeah, it was. It was. I mean, if if I'm basing it off of that clip alone, it's it's the 
the reality that we all knew, which is that Cam Newton gave his body, soul, and his, everything he could to this city. And, uh, you know, it, you could feel that pain when he was saying that, you know, when he wasn't going to be here and, and whatnot. So, but again, and I think that there is context to be had, you know, there's one person talking and not the other people, you know, the, the Carolina Panthers aren't responding. They're not able to put their word in because if they do, guess what? Now they're seen as the yeah, team that's they can't here. go back and forth. Yeah. This is Cam getting, you know, this is what comes with a platform a little bit. Did yeah. you have a favorite part, Cody? Because I did. I mean, yeah, my favorite part was pretty much when he was saying, uh, you know, telling McDaniel's, "Hey, I'm a dog now, man. You can, you have things that you can do now with me that you were not able to do before, and um, you know that." I don't know. I'm just uh, that. That seems to me like it's good news for uh, for Cam and that team. Um, this is my favorite part right here. When you want to hoot with the owls, you better soar with the eagles. And I think you want to hoot with the owls, you better soar with the eagles. Todd Gurley's talking about mugs that can party and play football. He's like, you can party as hard as you want as long as you can play. You can hoot all night long as long as you can soar with the. Eagles. Oh, that's my favorite part. When you want to hoot with the owl, you better soar with the eagles. And I think... I think I All right. Um, that is very funny. you want to do some more calls? I don't know if we have any more. I think Chef Jeff said uh, he slipped one in. Oh, okay. Let's oh, by see. the way, man, people don't like this no oh, more because we actually, talk about Cam too much. Well, what else is there? To give us something to talk bro, about. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, like, like what do y'all want? What do y'all want to talk about? All right, like, here, really here it is. Here's 45 seconds. Guarantee you, it's about Cam. What's up, C3? Uh, getting my call in a little late. Hopefully, we'll get to it tonight. But I just want to, I just want to pose a, a question that um, you know nobody's really brought up yet, and I'm sure it's on everybody's mind. Um, how many years are we going to give David Tepper and Matt Rule? to go win us a Super Bowl because that's what the fuck we deserve for what they yeah. did to Cam Newton, you know. How, how many years are we going to give them before, you know, we turn code on them and ask, and ask for replacements? Cause well, you uh, can't ask for an owner replacement. If we're not in the playoffs in three years, yeah. uh, I'm going to start looking for somebody, somebody to get fired. Well, it can only be so Matt Rule. I'll be listening. Keep pounding. David Tepper is here to stay. You better start to like him. Right, or we can villainize him, but I mean, I think he's gonna die. The Panthers' owner, right? Wouldn't you can expect that? I mean, dude, people people have been trying to get rid of Dan Snyder, the uh, the Washington, who knows what. They're they're uh, you know people have been wanting to get rid of him for years, man. What about the owner of the New York Knicks? That Dolan dude, everybody fucking hates that guy, bro. Yeah, you're. With the owner, you're stuck. Um, I think with Matt Rule, it is an interesting conversation because we've all kind of convened ourselves to be like, well, pretty much no matter what happens this year, he's going to get a gimme year because that's his MO. He takes a team, and then, then they're bad, and then they start to turn around, and then that's his thing. Like, I don't know, man. It, I can't imagine what Matt Rule could even do to have all of Panther fandom wanting his head. I know. After the I'm going to give him five years, man. I'm on a five-year plan with Matt Rule. I think by year three, you better be starting to see. Year four and five, I expect, you know, that's where I'm at. But David Tepper's here to stay. That's it. I mean, we better start to like him. 
Um, Matt Rule, we'll just see. We'll just see. Hopefully he's driven. I wonder if I, – I feel like Tepper likes Matt Rule because of how driven he is, like a workaholic, you know what I'm saying? And and that I feel yeah. like is kind of Tepper. I didn't – while we're talking about coaches and Dan Snyder, why – poor Ron. Poor Ron Rivera. Do you remember when he had to deal with all the Greg Hardy shit? And he was front and center, always talking about Greg Hardy, having to deal with all the questions. There was no Dave Gettleman to be seen. There was no Jerry Richardson to be seen. And now they're renaming the damn Washington Redskins. And it's like we're consulting with Rivera and the Rivera family over the future of the name. I I don't even know why the coach would be involved in naming the team. No, well, I mean, it's, just it's strange. So like, anyway. I feel like they're using him because he's an eth- Is he a minority? And they're like, we're inclusive. Oh, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. That's the only reason why. And Ron won't say nothing about that name when he signed that chick. When he no, did, his, signed his, that his contract, he damn sure wasn't man. I uh, that's a part of my ice up pit tonight, so I won't go too far into it now. But the only reason that Dan Snyder is making any changes. It's because Nike and FedEx basically said, hey, dipshit, everyone's been asking you to do this for years, and you're pretty much going to do it, or we're going to stop paying you millions of dollars. And then he was like, oh, yes, sir, let me bow down and kiss the ring. It's like, dude, everyone answers to someone, dude. Well, I know he's Even got a lot him. of money. I, know, I don't know how he has gotten his money, but money always talks, right? And yeah. for right now, the Washington Redskins brand had been more valuable than the alternative. But now, the Washington Redskins brand in this climate has become devalued. Yeah. And then, or depreciated. No. Think about it from this perspective. Let's forget about the brand, right? Think about this. Every single person that has a Redskins jersey is now going to have to have the decision on whether they want to buy a new one. So now everybody has to purchase new merch, right? If they want to be able to support the current you know, organization the way that it is. So if, 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 in my opinion, I feel like this is a brilliant ploy to get more sales for their merchandise. And it's also a great opportunity for you as the Washington Redskins yacht docks to be refitted, to jump the hell off. You know, I mean, like at what point do you, do you you think, how do you feel if you're a Redskins fan? You know, we're talking about, people are talking about allegiances to the Panthers and this and that, um, Cam challenging those. But are you really the same team when you change your name? Interesting. I don't know how I would feel if the Panthers became like the Carolina Tornadoes or the, you know, or whatever. Um, what would you call them? I don't know. It would be tornado uh, because we let's, don't have let's tornadoes. Let's equate it to the the Baltimore Colts, you know, or the the Houston Oilers. But didn't they move uh, too? Well, the Houston Oilers, I don't think did. I think okay. they were they just changed to Houston Texans. Mm. Um, you know, and and but uh, the Baltimore Colts, yes, they moved to Indianapolis. And then the Baltimore Ravens were created in the in Baltimore. How hard do you uh, think it's going to be for Panther fans? I mean, for Redskins fans, they say they're going to be the Washington Red Tails. Well, 
Uh, dude, it's I, I'm trying not to hit on it because it's my eyes up pick for the night. Dude, I don't know if you guys have heard what's going on around that, but it's uh, it's it's straight out of a fucking cartoon show. And it's, there's an evil genius out there that's fucking with Dan Snyder, and I got to tell you, I'm here for okay. it. All right, it's well, hold incredible. on to it. Let's get these calls out of the way, and then we'll get your eyes up. What's going on, C3 Nation? This your boy, Jay Anderson. Hope you're having, okay. having a good day. All right. Appreciate you, man. I saw that, I saw that video. I saw the whole thing, the whole hour thing, with Cam, OBJ, and Todd Gurley. You know, I'm still pissed off the way that how Carolina – handle the situation i you know i said it i said it before i felt like they should have if they wanted to move on they should have let him go early before this whole pandemic before the whole free agency you know come up so teams could get a look look at him because i figure the time that they let him let him go i figured the nfl was going to try to humble him and not pick him up or not look at him because the nfl Already, you know, the media and, and teams already had it out for Cam. They didn't like, let's be real, they didn't like the guy. They didn't like how he, you know, how he was as a quarterback. They didn't like his style. You know, Carolina, we love his style. You know, the people growing up, they going you know, they love Cam's style. You know, the old-fashioned people, you know, and not everybody that is old-fashioned, you know, dislike Cam. But you have some who dislike how he approached the game. It's funny that the dude has the same passion for the game and loves to have fun, in which you want a player to, in which you want a player to, um, to be like, to have fun and be passionate about the game and to fight for every yard, to fight for every first down, to fight to get a touchdown, to fight to win. But it's crazy how they look at Cam like, like he don't fight. Like, he just don't do nothing. Like, he's selfish. Like, yo, I'm like, what? What are they watching? It's like they it's like they still keeping the same narrative. That they false, the false narrative they had since he came into the league. And it's crazy. They won't get off that narrative. All right, y'all. Y'all hold it down. Yeah, let's see. I think there's a part two. What's going on? This is Jay Anderson again. Hate to call y'all again. But I just want to drop this, you know, this little thing. Um, I saw somebody talking about can Cam learn the playbook of the Patriots. And that's another, another narrative that I'm tired of. I mean, we can go back to two, when he was drafted in 2011 when they, had a, when they had a lockout. They had no OTAs, no mini camps. Cam learned that playbook, you know, and he had one of his best passing yard seasons ever in his career. Not saying ever, but in his career. So he he learned Rod Shazinski's playbook. When Mike Shuler take over, he learned his playbook. When I remember they were um questioning him about North Turner when North Turner came in, can Cam learned the can Cam learned the um the North Turner offense. And he learned it and he had his best best stats through those first eight games with North yeah. Turner. So people need yep. to stop questioning this man like he ain't smart enough, like he can't read defense. I mean, like if you go back to the Miami game in 2017, we saw he. You see that on film? Right. Read that. You saw he read. Um, he read the defense 
And through that pass, Devin Funchison for a touchdown. So the dude can read defense. Because we all been saying it. It was like, yo, if you get Cam in a no-huddle situation and let him go, this dude can go. We all been screaming that. But Ron Rivera, who I like, but he wants to slow the game down. That kind of slow Cam down. That kind of slow Cam down. Like, you let hey, you let Cam Newton go in a no-huddle, and that dude, we seen them game winners. Carving them up. <laughs> These people crazy, man. This y'all understand that for Jay, 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 how dare you watch the Carolina Panthers for the last ten years? Because he's right. Yeah, he was just right. I mean, like it's like this is, yeah. and this is all we've banged the drum. It's like, no, that's wrong. Like you, the, the narrative and what you see are usually just don't jive as well as people say. Now, I do think yeah. there's something too, maybe that Cam isn't a naturally the most accurate, or that he's almost become. You know, but again, you go to that North Turner time. I'm not worried about like. Look at this. If Robbie Anderson, if if we're confident he can learn the playbook, if you've seen how his tweets roll, I'm pretty sure that Cam can. You know, what I mean, like that's that's the thing. Yep. I, I'm not worried about that. It's Cam. He did. And the other thing that he's absolutely right is what we saw was Cam Newton fight. We did see him fight, fight, fight. So that's where it's scary to see is that if Cam is health, and you see him doing stuff in these workouts that you're like, if he was really as fragile as we all thought he was, he wouldn't be balancing on that foot like that, doing all this crap as much. I I think he'll be fine. Um, Yeah, just a tough situation. Time to turn the page for us and move on, and it's not easy to do. That's the sad thing. And what makes it more difficult, and this will, I will address the comment that this is, that all we do is talk about Cam. What else is there to talk about in a time there's absolutely no sports? Like, let's go to NFL.com and let's see what the the headlines are. Dude, first take this morning, they were having a debate about the Madden rankings that came out. Yeah, like there's literally no difference between our show and first take now, man. Like there's nothing to talk about. So and, and yeah, it's a, dude. I just like you don't think that we want to be excited about the Panthers. Like you don't think that we want to be turned up and ready for this season and and ready to go. I mean, dude, we, like uh, we're not just gonna fake it, man. Like we're we're gonna shoot it to you honest. And when there's Panthers news to talk about. Then we're going to. It's not like we're going to go into the season and and, and talk about the the Patriots game uh, every Sunday. No, we're going to be talking about the Panthers. But there's not shit going on, and Cam Newton has defined the last decade of this team. Forgive me if you have to forgive, or if you have to go through one off season where we work through the the exit of Cam Newton for this organization, man. Like. I don't understand what, what people expect. There, This is the top story. Patriots reduce seating capacity to 20%. You almost yeah. wonder why they are going to have any fans at all. But I hate to bring up the video one last time. There was an interesting comment when they were talking about Odell and them were talking about who they do. They asked Todd Gurley if it was going to be weird playing without fans. And he was like, yeah, I mean, I guess it's kind of weird, but at the same time, I train without friend, without fans. I practice. Like, I'm going to nut up and do whatever whatever it is. 
And then Odell was talking about does he play, you know, how he's motivated by children who like him. And Cam obviously was on that bandwagon. But I did think it was interesting this, and I don't know if it was Odell or Cam. It might have been Cam that said it. That said, uh, those people in the stadium, though, ain't the fans I'm playing for. Yeah. Right, because, yeah. I mean, if you think of it, and, and I almost thought, man, that just really sums up Bank of America and the sanitariness and the very kind of elite-level people who get to attend games. And yeah. that, I thought that was kind of cool because I was like, man, because games are expensive. They're even a lot on me, and I have resources. So I wonder what it's going to be like this season and who are the fans that are going to be going you know, is it the people that have the bottom? You know, you can't turn the TV on and have all the fans in the upper deck. You know, they're going to be trying to get those the the people that pay the money and spend the money out there, not the peasant people at the top as much. Um, but imagine what the TV ratings are going to be if we have NFL football. I almost say they don't let anybody in and they just guarantee that they're going to be playing and we would all watch like the whole world would entirely watch it all Sunday. Would you all sign a waiver saying that you couldn't sue the NFL if you got COVID in order to attend the game? Would that, would any, yeah, sure. Uh, how about this? Sure. Like, would I don't you, think you should be able to sue the NFL if you get COVID. Like, yeah. I think that's, by the way, I mean, in a grand scale, I think that's what everyone should be doing. Like, if you need to run your business or else go under and lose your business forever, then, you know, people should be able to sign if they're willing to take that chance or not. Yeah, I know. It's it's tough. It's tough. Uh, thoughts, Cody? I'm actually worried about the football season. I think that we're sitting here looking at it, too, like it's like kind of like schools now. It's becoming this hyper political politicized conversation but there also seems in one one half of the world wants to ramp everything down and then the other half of the world wants to plow forward without any thought that you should have to change right in the short term any yeah. thoughts in the last week regarding covid and the care and the nfl season and then we'll get out of here Dude, I just hate this shit so much, man. Like, it, it, dude, it, it rubs me the wrong way. Now with college football, they're talking about doing conference only. Dude, there's a whole bunch of shit. I just don't – I don't know, they man. Should not, I, I, think I they, don't think college football should even play. You know what I mean? If that – I can understand a pro business, a business, you know, and these people – but the colleges is a different story. But it's crazy, man. Right now, I'm where I'm where we're like trying to figure out if my kids are going to be at a school or if they're going to be homeschooled all year. Oh no, man! It's so annoying. Yeah, it's so annoying. I know. And then heaven, and then and then what's even worse is now it's so political. So uh, if you even have an opinion, uh, you're painted as extreme one way or the other. I don't know. Right. I, I don't I even know how to settle in the middle. No, there is no middle. There is no middle because you're forced to the extremes. You either have to be very pro-mask and shut down everything, or you're one of these people that's like, you know, you wear a mask, you infringe on my right as an American. And it's like, there's no in-between, man. But could you imagine, Tony, if we didn't have NFL? 
this oh year. Oh, God. Like, what, dude, that, that's Do you a know what we will day. be like? You know what? If there is no NFL right this year, you will get to see what small businesses have been going through for the last four months. Yeah. Like, can we keep the will to do the podcast with nothing to talk about? We would have to, at some We'd have po- to broaden our horizon. You know what we'd have to do? We'd have to just stream video games the entire time. Yeah. Uh, we oh, would, yeah. yeah. So we would just watch you play watch video it. games. Just watch you play video games. Uh, I don't know. We would have to really <laughs> do my... Maybe we could do my JCVD podcast. Ooh. Mm. Uh, my right. daughter... I'll come on here and uh, drip candle wax on my nipples. If we ain't my, got shit else to my do. My daughter just, could launch a podcast today. My daughter has watched all the, tr- like, watch four consecutive Tremors movies in a row. All right. I have, a, I, have a, I have an idea for if there is no NFL season. All right. We just do rat battles in the cat calls. <laughs> oh, shit, dude. All right. And then we let everybody vote on it in chat who won, and then whoever won gets a a shout out <laughs> yeah gosh we're already worried about it all right look is uh there's really nothing else to talk about for this evening i don't think um any news with the panthers are worthwhile nfl there's been a couple of signings some bigger contracts miles garrett uh the guy from was it chris jones something jones yeah Chris Jones for the Chiefs. Yeah, the Chiefs yep. are just the Chiefs are tooling up. They're about to go on a dang. But you remember a few years ago when the Rams were signing everyone, and it's like, yeah. where in the where in the shit are they getting all that money from? Yeah, like, dude, is that is that not the Chiefs right now? Like, but the Rams dude, they, did have a three year run or a two year run where they were at the top. Yeah, but dude, it's like. Some teams are just better at making money appear out of nowhere. Yeah, the like, Saints why are the it, why best. Isn't that a, why isn't that a trick the Panthers can learn? No, they like, don't know that magic. That dark magic is in New England and New Orleans. All right, uh, what, what are your ice up? Ice somebody up. You said you had an ice up pick. I don't even really have one. Yeah, man. So, listen, I'm going to get right to it. There is a grade A god-tier level troll who is swooping in and purchasing all the naming rights to all of the alternatives <laughs> that the Washington Redskins are, are are trying to change the name to. So this dude uh, picked up uh, the Washington Warriors, the Washington Red Tails, uh, I, I believe there was the Red Wolves, the Dude, he's dude. This is a mastermind move, man. You're gonna make Dan Snyder pay you millions of dollars just because he's an incompetent dumbass and decided to change the name of his team like five years too late, bro. Dude, I I love that so much, and Dan Snyder deserves it so much. It's not really even an ice up. I'm just I'm loving that Dan Snyder. Uh, who is a legendary piece of shit, is getting exactly what he deserves. So to Dan Snyder, uh, I sub. And I hope you have to pay extra millions to name your fucking football team, bro. You got anything, CK? Ditto. 
Ditto. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my ice up pick then is gonna go to Jada Pinkett. Oh, uh, this yeah. whole Will Smith debacle. She's so treacherous. Partial a lot on Will Smith too. I, I thought this was a funny comment. Is uh, Howard Stern says talking about the kid August uh, Alcina that is banging Jada? He says, "What a fucking dickwad, dude! You got to fuck Jada Pinkett Smith." The ha- uh, by the way, put me in that line. That girl is hot. He said, "Be a little bit classy." She effing banged you. How nice of her. I mean, look at her, and then he goes on, you shouldn't have uh, screwed up her life. I don't think that's the right interpretation. I feel like it's Jada Pinkett Smith. That whole thing, that whole thing with poor Will. Will Smith was the sacrificial lamb for all dudes who have been played. And he just sat there and took it. And took it. And entanglements. Mm-hmm. 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 It was like, gosh, poor Will was just getting cuck slapped the whole time. And the only thing that I can take away from this, like, is I just said, Will, don't do this, bro. Storm off. Screw this lady talking to you in this language that's like, oh, we're so adults. Uh, you can watch me do this. Whatever. Have some emotion, but the thing though is, I was wondering: Is Will just shaking his head, smiling, saying, "You ain't getting none of my, none of my money. You ain't getting none of my money." You know, like, is that why he that's, was like that? That's but Tony. Is like, okay, I think Will did her a service. Just he was to too go nice. On there and yes, talk about, dude, dude, dude. You don't think Will Smith is throwing it down? Dude, Will Smith is deep in any kind of of. Uh, I understand of, that. I agree. Like, bro. I don't. I don't think of him. I don't think down on him. I felt like, why are you allowing this to happen to you? Like, you don't have to be a dick. Even just be like, you know what? Screw you in August. I ain't doing this show. I ain't gonna go and- on be the nicest. It's like I'm the nicest dude. I have to maintain my nice dude, sophisticated appearance. I wonder what Will Smith's next blockbuster is going to be like. Banging 32 in August. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, somebody put, uh, what's Jada Pinkett Smith's favorite month? And they're like, August. And they Uh, showed that picture uh, of Will Smith all sad and shit. uh, Did you see that mess that have you seen the video that they did where the entanglements, 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 the rap? No, the rap. That's all that. The rap. So good. Um, I actually thought less of Jada Pinkett. Like, I didn't think she was that cool. And I think she's looking older, too. And, like, I just, I didn't come away with a, a more positive opinion about her. And I didn't, and I felt coming away just kind of sorry for Will at this moment that he had to sit there or that he sat there like that. So to that whole red table talk, I said ice up, ice up. Yeah, I don't, I, dude. I it's been rumored forever that they had an open, uh, open marriage, an open relationship, and I also kind of think, man, that 
uh, you know, Will Smith, like, dude, let's be real. Jada Pinkett is famous for being Will Smith's wife. Okay. And I think that behind closed doors, Will, Will Smith was like, yeah, none of the chicks I've been with, you didn't hear any of them coming forward, airing all of our dirty laundry. But yet you had a little fling with old boy and now it's, you know, some old news popping up. It's like, man, I, I don't know. man. And she has a, a whole show about being honest and getting to the root of the problem. And yet she's not, uh, she's not doing that for her own self. Like it's hypocritical. She just made herself look like a big ass hypocrite in front of the world. Where is so, this? I gotta find this video real quick to let us out on. Gosh, the internet always. It's in my mentions. Shoot. Hold on. Let me see. Because we gotta go out to this. And, bro, but how about August Alcina? Bro, now he's. I don't just even know who this dude. Who are these people? Yeah, is I know. Guy? Right now, now he's just the dude that was sleeping with Jada Pinkett Smith, man. Like, no matter what he does, he's that dude now. Um, but no, it's not even just that. Now he's gonna forever be compared to Will Smith, and he's always gonna fall short. <laughs> right. Oh, Every time. Where uh, is dude. this? What is it? The. God, it's so Red funny. Table I talk. gotta watch it. No, the actual rap. How is it not at the top if you just type in entanglements? You know? Entanglement rap. Okay, try entanglement rap. Let's see if this comes up. Nope. Oh, here, I think this is it. Let's see. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.